They say that money can't buy happiness, but that's untrue. Go to patreon.com slash bmfcast and get your slice of the good life. This week on the BevCast, drop them the badge, give them the finger. One car, get in. All right, welcome to BevCast. Hey, BevCast. Yeah, episode 460. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Nice indeed. Yes. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. Yeah. And Chuck is dying this week. Yeah. Special guest dying. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> yeah, we banned him from the studio. Yeah. Actually, he banned. He, he, self, he, he self-banned. Yeah, yeah. he self-banned yeah. himself. Self-imposed exile mm-hmm. of 101 degrees. Uh, so, what we do each and every episode of this here Banffcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one of five jocks and robot jocks! Robot, robot jocks! However, there are bad bad movies. Listen, stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One of five bags is in giant bags of trash. Garbage! Mm. Not They're good! Mm-hmm. Don't like them! Wretched. Don't so, know why I'm singing! I don't know! <laughs> yep. Seinfeld singing over there. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't. I, I should have looked up what episode it was. It was a while back, I believe. We covered 1977's The Car. Yeah. Keep in mind, 1977's The Car. Yeah, the rest of you did. I yeah. skipped that episode. Yes. And now Chuck's Chuck skipping this episode. Yeah. Because so uh, for whatever reason, someone was like, in you know this year of our Lord 2019, someone was like, I think we should make a sequel to The Car. Sort of. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so we watched 2019's The Car, Road to Revenge. Um, it's Unrated. A, yeah, it's a direct-to-video streaming service thing uh, yeah. that's very loosely a sequel to The Car, sort it, of. I don't know. It feels like a movie that, like, as we were watching, it felt like there's like, two scripts that got smushed together. Yeah, at least two. And then they were just like, what if one of those was the car? Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's not much in the way of Banffcast alums in this. There's really only one person, and it's almost not r- worth reading. I mean, we will we will list off the credits, but he's in the movie for about two minutes. I mean, it's like yeah. it's like the shortest time possible to get somewhere near top billing of a movie that I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but, but it's Ronnie Cox. Yeah, Ronnie Cox, who was in the original who, The Car. He was in The Car. Mm-hmm. Playing uh, Luke, a cop. Mm-hmm. Sure. And this one, he's not. He's a mechanic. Yeah. I couldn't tell you if he's supposed to be the same guy. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The he, movie doesn't tell you if he's supposed to be the same guy. No. It seems doesn't. highly unlikely, considering this is in a future thing, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, but he has, uh, Chuck has listed us for us. He was in The Car. Deep Blue Sea, which I do not remember him in Deep Blue Sea. Claims he was in Deep Blue okay. Anyway, Captain America, the not great one. Uh, loose Cannons, One Man Force, and Steel Justice. Yeah. But in talking about the, the multiple mashing up of scripts in this thing, um, there's a plot summary. It's long and it's annoying. I guess I'll read a sentence because, you know, yeah. tradition and, and all that. Please do. Uh, 
In a dilapidated cyberpunk city plagued by crime and corruption, an unscrupulous district attorney is savagely murdered and tossed out of a building onto his brand new car. There's more. And, you know, so it it seems like for a a half a second, this is setting up something to do with the car, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, it is basically a movie where a car is murdering people. And that's sort of the side plot in a way. Yeah, it's also not like the car in that um, in the car, the car just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was never, like, never explained. It's just... like, hello, everyone. I'm a car and I'm here to murder you. Mm-hmm. Um, Only it was like, right. I mean, the, <laughs> it was I, in car speak. Right. Yeah. I didn't want everybody to have to, you know, translate from yeah, cars. I didn't want to use language. Google Translate. It right. always comes out wrong. But um in this, the the district attorney becomes the car's brain something somehow mm-hmm. through yeah. magic. We're, we're gonna perhaps. we're gonna blow through this plot real quick because it's kind of kind of nothing. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's set up. All right, so the the district attorney in question is Jamie Bamber, who was Apollo on the Battlestar reboot. That's what you may know him from. Um, he's He's a shithead. Yeah, he's just like he's super tough on crime, district attorney running on fear. But to be fair, they live in a shithole city where crime is happening all the time. So it's, it's I believe it was described as a cyberpunk dystopia. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those where it's like, OK, like, yeah, he's an asshole. But like, you know, it, it's like it's the Gotham problem. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like how hard is too hard on crime when crime is running rampant in your streets yeah. kind of thing. But he's he's kind of an asshole because we see, you know, a brief moment of like, I think it's our hero cop guy stopping a, a random, you know, assault. Mm-hmm. And it's immediately like guys put in front of a judge. The judge is like guilty, you know, death penalty. And this tube drops on the guy and they just like microwave him in the middle of the courtroom. Yes. And then it's just like, all right, so swift justice in this new dystopian mm-hmm. future. Um, and then it's it's him doing somewhat nefarious shit that we don't understand right away. And then it's like, hey, I'm going to go meet my uh, ex-wife for dinner or fiance or whatever the hell she is and so it's like then it's a few moments of him like trying to woo her back and her being like i'm not buying whatever this new act is i know you're a shithead you know take me home Mm -hmm. and and he hops in his brand new hot shit you know cyberpunked out chrysler 300 yeah or 800 i i don't know well i mean they they call it a lazarus in the movie but it's mm -hmm. like it's a it's a chrysler 300 with a bunch of shit molded onto it yeah it looks like a it looks like the like Thursday night meets in the Best Buy parking lot crowd mm-hmm. got a hold of a bunch of real shitty body kits for a for a Chrysler 300, and, slapped and, them all on put, there and put Lambo doors on it. Yes, because you know that's what you do when you're an asshole, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> the worst thing about these Lambo doors, I mean, besides the fact that they're fucking Lambo doors, um, like almost every Lambo door kit that you you get in the entire world, unless they're like custom fabricated is janky as shit and these are no exception like the car from the car was like a lovingly crafted evil looking machine this is just a shitty chrysler 300 Mm -hmm. like yep you can even see like the paint on the body kit looks like somebody did a bad job of using a spray can yeah it's but he's showing off his hot shit car and it's like oh it's got a brain it can practically drive itself at this point i feel like you made this movie now, like, if you're setting anything in, like, five years in the future, the cars are 
completely driving themselves. Like, yeah, right. That that should be future tech at this point. Whatever. Yeah, because because the girl when she's in the car, she's like, "Oh, is it a self-driving car?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Yeah, this is the fucking future." Yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're damn right. It's a self-driving we're almost car. there now. Like, you know, let's yeah. give it a couple years. It'll be there. But anyway, like, of course, he says something, and then she's like, "Just take me home now," and he yeah. does, and. He's like, yep, you're still an asshole. And, well, yeah, and, and as he's letting her out, he says, I'm never going to stop. Yeah. Until I get you. Yeah. Which I still That's like. That's not creepy if, at you, all. if you've uh-huh. ever, like, heard him actually talk, you know, he's British, and I don't know what he does. Like, not only does he throw on fake American accent, but his voice is really high-pitched when he actually talks, and it's mm-hmm. like, it's just, it must be exhausting. Like, it's sort of like, if anyone watches Brooklyn Nine-Nine, if you ever see, like, uh, Rosa actually talk, it's, it's disturbing, because... She, the entire time she's on that show, that is not her voice mm-hmm. at all, and it's very similar with him. So it kind of must be exhausting to just like lower your voice several octaves all the time when you talk. But anyway, yeah. Well, it's like people on The Walking Dead. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh wait, you can speak British. Oh yeah, we're, yeah. Instead of just cool. mumbling, yeah, I speak English but put acorns in my mouth. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just love that <laughs> the British version of a Southern accent is just mumbling. Yeah. But yeah, but but literally everyone on that show is British, right? So then when they have interviews with them, like, oh yes, he was, oh yes, yes, scared of these zombies. Quite the acting moment, New Zealanders. Don't say the Z word, you know, zombies. Yeah, but anyway, I I digress. But anyway, yes, he gets creepy and and is like, okay, yeah, bye, and then. And because then, whatever thing, the MacGuffin chip that they're yeah, after. Yeah, there's some chip that he has recovered somehow that's been given to him. It's, which... Well, it's he recovered it from the goon that he mm-hmm. uh, murdered in the Corporate. in the courtroom. Yeah, it was in, he had it in that shitty Dodge Neon, Chrysler Neon. Yeah. Somehow, somehow he had a, there was a Chrysler Neon. I don't. Yeah, as, as we know in this it, movie. I thought it was Dodge the... and Plymouth made the Neon. You are correct. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. All, it was probably Chrysler. Yeah, it had a in, different in, name in, in when it Bulgaria was or wherever it was. Like you know, that's probably yeah. what it was. Just like the Eagle Talon was mm-hmm. the Mitsubishi Eclipse. Sure, same fucking car. Yeah, um, yeah, but it, all the cars in this in this movie, aside <laughs> from the car, are like, all right, we got like an early two thousand something, mm-hmm. and we one, sl- one and we guy slap- one guy had a new Celica, like a, like a within the last two years Celica. Yeah. Oh no, no, that was an old Celica. I don't think it was. Yeah, that, that yeah was like, it was older. I yeah. think that was that futurized one they made. They come out with like a couple years ago because it had those like whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it was either saying, way. It like, had a shitty body kit like, on it to make it look okay. futuristic. Yes, uh, all the cars in this movie suck. Mm-hmm. The cop cars are like like Chrysler Sebrings, and they're almost all Chrysler cars. It's weird. Yeah, but they're like Chrysler Sebrings and Dodge Stratuses. Strati, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and the weird like wedge shaped three hundreds that mm-hmm. they came out with at some point. Is, yeah, yeah. It, they're all they're bad. they're all bad. But he has this chip. It it it's it, whatever. It's skip to the end. It's it's basically all the evidence of whatever dealings of the shady guy who runs the syndicate called the Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's got it, and and he's going to use it against them. And of course, they're like, get that shit back. So they yeah. send, they send goons, cyberpunk goons, mm-hmm. to after him, which yeah. we which we briefly meet in, in in their shit, you know, goth bar, you know. Yeah, th- this is where it's like somebody wanted to inject some personality in this movie, but like it doesn't work mm-hmm. because it doesn't carry over into anything because it's this group that's sitting in a bar and one of them is like. One of them is literally one's like Dracula from Dracula three thousand. Oh, I was gonna say almost he, exactly. He's, he's basically one of the guys from what we do in the shadows. Yes, okay, yep, yeah, yeah. That then, was the other thing. I there's was that guy, and then there's like then there's another guy. There's another vampire from what we do in the shadows who's like the, the sort of top hat guy, mm-hmm. and he just kind of like 
you know, he looks like younger Tom Waits, like doing a thing, you know, mm-hmm. sort of like, yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm been a movie being weird. Uh, there's, you know, he's like a cross between like Tom Waits and um, Ozzy Osbourne, like mm-hmm. current Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. yeah. Just, but with yeah. a weird ass Southern accent. And then there's kind of like the Brigitte Nielsen type almost. Yeah. Like when you think cyberpunk lady. Yes. Her. Yes. And then there's yeah. like the bionic commando. There's a guy with a bionic mm-hmm. arm. Yep. And it's just like he's big dude with a very bad bionic mm-hmm. arm. Yeah. Prestige, prestige but they are. But they're given their instructions from a guy who's just a straight up <laughs> cowboy. I was hoping that was going to carry over like he was going to be part of the crew. Because yeah. this, this yokel just comes in like not yokel local to whatever <laughs> fucking country. They're yeah, in. It's like the oh. cyberpunk village people or some shit. They're <laughs> just <is>. like they're <laughs> But it's like the five cent cyberpunk village people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like what your parents thought cyberpunk was five <laughs> to ten years ago it's mm-hmm. yeah but the part the problem i have with it is like it never carries over to any of their personalities nope no like, like i could see if like they were leaning into it or something the only guy that no. leans into it is is the tom waits dude kind he, of he, yeah. he, he does like this real weird like overly enunciated southern slash louisiana thing which is yeah. not not what his actual accent is, obviously, because he's yeah. doing it so bizarrely. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like this super pronounced, like I am going to enunciate every yeah. word. I am going to <laughs> yeah. kill you. But he's the only one who like really leans into it. I was yeah. really hoping Frilly Vampire Guy was going <laughs> to do yeah, something. Right. But he's he, full, he's, full he's the, he's the, the lamest one, and he's the one that at last the longest. And it's like yeah. whatever, he but. Sucks. So yeah, they just they go murder him and like where's the where's the money Lebowski him and he's just like I don't know. And, yeah, I mean they torture him pretty good yeah. before that. Like they burn his face. Mm-hmm. They do. But he they does really some kind of drill us. thing. Okay, yeah. so oh, yeah. country like, vampire dude mm-hmm. like, yeah. has yeah. this like this shtick. He gets up in this dude's face, flips him the bird, and immediately his the end of his finger splits apart and this pointy spinny thing comes out yeah. and then he jams it in the guy's eye, which is. Pretty disturbing for a, mm-hmm. for a kind of shitty CG effect. It's yeah, but this movie doesn't shy away from gore at all. No. I mean, the no, first it's the all guy, digital. But... Yeah, the guy who gets microwave like pops. I, there's in a, the there's tube a couple blood all there's over. a couple blood sacks where they let the car run over, yeah. but not yeah. anything that looks like an actual person. But most of it's yeah, most of it's digital. Yeah, but they they basically show him getting his eye drilled out, and then the yeah. next scene is all of a sudden him getting thrown out the yeah. window, Man. falling you know fifty stories, and landing on the car. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be fair. Let's not call it the car because the car is yeah. much cooler than this Chrysler 300 piece of shit. Yes. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So he's dead. And it's, yep. you know, then we're introduced to main cop dude mm-hmm. who's. Just, well, yeah, he, he's the cop from the intro. Right. Yeah. But he's. What is his name? I, I guess we need a name for him. Rainer. Rainer. I guess his name. But yeah. Sure. He's just burly, you know, grizzled cop guy. And. It's crime scene and interviewing people, and we, you know, of course, he gets around to going back to the ex-wife because it's like she's one of the last people that saw him alive, and mm-hmm. she's a suspect slash maybe you know needs protection because she might know where her thing is. So there's a lot of running around. Then that's really like the entire second act of the movie. Like Carb almost goes away for the entire second act of the movie because it's just doing cop things and do I trust you? Are you a, a suspect? And then we're going to team up and mm-hmm. car will come in periodically and murder one of the people. Well, the like, car murders like three people. In, sure. In but I'm saying it's like yeah. it's 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 secondary. It's 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 weird because like this movie, it's 
I mean, Chuck and, you know, who's not here and I were texting like when this movie started up, I was like, oh, someone accidentally made a crow movie instead of uh, uh, the car movie, mm-hmm. because that's kind of what this is. It's like, hey, there are there are four random assholes who murdered you. So I got to kill them one at a time and then go get the big bad who, you know, actually actually orchestrated it. And it's only going to make it worse by kidnapping the, the person that's still alive eventually. And I'll have yeah. to go murder him, too. Literally, the, the crow plot, the paint by the numbers. Crow crow, formula. Yeah, the yeah. crow formula, except it's. Also a little bit Robocop, except if Murphy was an asshole who didn't actually like anybody and nobody mm-hmm. liked him, you know, it's like, it's so well, that's yeah. also the problem with this movie is you, everyone comes off as an asshole, right? Yeah. But Be- because like, yeah, the cop is just like a dick to this woman. Pretty much. Yeah. We're, we're just basically like, it's like, you're the last one who's seen with him. And then she's like, yeah, I, I don't want to talk about it right now. And he's like, put your feelings aside. Yeah. We got to talk about this shit now. She's like, nah, click. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he comes off like a dick. She could, she just seems to get angrier and angrier. Like she becomes less sympathetic as the movie goes on. Pretty much, yeah. Because like the, they, the, her entire backstory is like, you know, Jamie Baver's DA guy is like, uh, you know, one of those like, you must act this way, do this, do mm-hmm. this. I'm going to run your life and and stuff. And for better or worse, it it may have helped because her her supposed backstory is like. You know, she's a ghetto kid from whatever the bad part of this, wherever the fuck a stand they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she got refined and lives in a nice house now, but she used to be rough and tough because she came from the streets. And yeah. that's like, that's her entire reason for like slowly reverting back to mm-hmm. tough lady by the end or something. And yeah. Whatever. But we see Bionic Commando guy eat it. You know, he comes out of the club one day and the car's just waiting for him. So, like, that's the first car murder after. Mm-hmm. Well, car murdered the the guy at the impound lot too because they were just dropping the car off covered in blood and 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 it just comes alive and kills the tow truck driver because did it kill the tow truck driver oh yeah it ran right over the okay that, yeah. right over that, that dude so it, it's it's still back on that the car will just indiscriminately murder but specifically it's there to murder those four thugs and mm-hmm. and the and the ringleader dude yeah and the first one it squishes his head against a countertop or yeah. something like it smashes him into a building i mean here's here's the thing and and right away in this movie to me like i can kind of forgive the first car because they're kind of out in the middle of nowhere it's like a desert town you know mm-hmm. nothing's higher than two stories probably in the whole fucking town it's all quarry and dirt and railroad tracks there's not a lot of places to hide from the car the in the car. first one mm-hmm. this one is like a whole goddamn city and it's like just go upstairs yeah <laughs> right like you can escape the car. Like, yeah. it's real easy. Like, <laughs> look at this big city. There's water towers. There's all kinds of things that the car can't get you. Like, climb yeah. up a ladder. Like, <laughs> like what like, is the deal? Why can't you just run upstairs with the car? Yeah, just, I mean, that's how one guy saves himself later yeah. on. I mean, yeah. it's literally like, this one is, it, 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 it paints it, it's even stupider. It's like, you can escape the car. It's not hard. Like, serpentine motion and get higher, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> but, yeah, he kills this guy because he just runs down the middle street going, oh, no, a car. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, pins him up and squishes his head. I mean, like the first the first guy, you're like, oh, holy shit, this car's coming after me. Mm-hmm. But once once word gets out that the car is murdering people, mm-hmm. the the next the next like three or four people that get murdered by the car, it's, they kind of did it to themselves kinda, yeah, by not running away from the car kinda, properly. Kind of on them for mm-hmm. not getting, you know, higher ground. But anyway, yeah, so they murder Bionic Commando guy. Uh, he's dead. Like I said, one of mm-hmm. the, you know, just on outward appearance, one of the cooler looking dudes that we get to know nothing about because probably he was a horrible actor or something or like, yep. and, and also I don't want to wear the fucking thing I'm wearing. Fine. You're the first one to die. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, then, and at this point, they've been told they've been sent out by their leader guy. He's like, well, we you didn't get the chip. 
Yeah. Fuck's wrong with all of you. Go find the girl. She was with him last. It bothers me that like this guy reminds me of something, but he's not like the the leader dude, whatever the fuck his name is. He looks like a Vash the Stampede with a white coat instead. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he just he reminds me of somebody from like some villain from some other movie, but I can't place it. He's 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 generic. He's doing Rucker yeah. Hauer from Blade Runner, basically. Yeah, 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 kind of much. But with like a white lab coat thing mm-hmm. going on, and yeah. you know, creepy eyes because he's yeah. got bionic eyes or something. Yeah, but 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 either way, yeah, he's yeah. Oh, where's the disc? I'm very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Go get the disc. Yeah, but sends him out after the girl. Mm-hmm. So that's when we get or chip whatever the fuck. Yeah, but yeah, and then we got yeah, and that's when guy who watched True Blood too much. Um, comes after her mm-hmm. and brings his group and she has brought her friend over the friend who was at the funeral and tried to cheer her up mm-hmm. and gets her throat slit for her troubles. Yeah. Basically sleeping, wakes up and gets killed. And then she's fighting the guys and he's like, you know, by you guys are like, well, don't kill her yet. Well, like what? Like they both like they, they have, they have bald headed henchmen dudes mm-hmm. like being creepy. Like, like one's like you know the main lady's sleeping in her bed, the other one's crashed on the couch, and like mm-hmm. these creepy bald dudes just like get right next to them while they're sleeping and are like patting at them and stuff. And so she wakes up and is like, first she hears you know her friend scream mm-hmm. and get her throat slit, and then like she wakes up of course, and this guy's like on top of her and she's kind of fighting with him and reaches over to her nightstand and pulls out like a forty four magnum massive gun, yeah, uh, yeah. I, and then I, just like blows that dude's head I off. do appreciate the reaction of, of Bayou asshole guy because he's just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was not expecting no. her to have a fucking hand cannon that yeah. just decapitated this dude. Yeah, so, like, she, she begins fighting back at this point, pretty much, because she yeah. blew that guy's head off and then shot the other bald-headed dude who, like, had backed up to the doorway mm-hmm. or whatever, and then... But she ran out of bullets, so she had to run out into the forest. Yeah. yeah. And he eventually catches up to her, but the car dun, is dun, there. Dun. Yeah, the car is in the forest. Yes. Natural home of the car. Right. Well, yeah. Well, it was also hanging out outside our house. It, it was. Yeah. It's a stock car. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Okay. Episode title. But yes, it, it finds him and basically chases him around. He gets in his car and there's a little bit of a car chase. Then this is the guy that with has arguably the newer Celica, which is like not it does not fit his personality (laughs) like it's just it's part of like the hilarity of this is because like he's in whatever toyota celica like Mm -hmm. and yeah he's like bayou vampire guy (laughs) it's like i don't know it's just it's kind of funny but yeah he runs out and like his car dies and then like the the car basically has sort of like out of nowhere brandished like a, a urban brush guard like a like a bumper, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. a police car style bumper on the front of it. It was like that wasn't there a minute ago, but whatever. And pushes his car over like when I say a bridge, I mean like one of those like it's it's barely an ba- overpass. It's like like not even like a proper overpass though, like a country overpass that's like no trucks right. over like ten feet can mm-hmm. go under this, you're gonna get stuck. Yeah. Like no semis are going under this. Yeah. So this car just like goes like down. It's like, oh no, he probably got Mildly injured, <laughs> but of course, like in the movie terms, he's gonna he, be sore tomorrow. Yeah, in movie terms, he comes out and it's like his legs are like compound fractured. And he's like, yeah. ah! <laughs> yeah. well, he didn't have a seatbelt. Yeah, dragging so. himself down the street. <laughs> it's just like okay, yeah, like yeah. And, and then, then the car shows up and he's like, oh god, no, no. not the car. But yeah, he gets he gets swished. Yeah, and it 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 does the maneuver where it just rolls up his dick and then over his chest and then mm-hmm. pops his head like a grape. Yeah. Yep, so he's dead. So two out yeah. of two out of four are already mm-hmm. dead, like very quick. Um 
So at this point, like the detective, yeah, the ti- the, yeah, this guy's like, all right, you're. I don't know if you're still don't know if you're a suspect or not, but like you're definitely in, in danger. So come with me. I'm gonna keep you safe in this shithole hotel. Yeah, and not hotel, motel. Like to he be fair, guards her over the night by sitting in a chair outside the room mm-hmm. and falling asleep. Have half you the time. done this before, guy? Obviously, I'm not. guessing not. Yeah. I mean, you could at least sit in your car. I mean, yeah, it's probably got a little bit of a recline and you can still watch the door. Yeah. Or sit inside the room or sit inside the room. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Yeah. But whatever. Give her privacy, mm-hmm. I guess. But then next day he's like, I'm going to go chase some leads. You stay here. And this shitty motel has a feature where you can like card lock the door from the outside, which is not I a thing. I think he used a key. <laughs> well, no, they had like a beep, beep, you know, card thing. But like somehow he like locked the door from the outside and like he, that's not a feature. He had a key in his hand. Okay. Yeah. It was weird. All right. Mm. But. Um, but yeah, she's just like, nope, fuck that noise and breaks the glasses. Like, I'm coming yeah, with you. Yeah, she throws a, she defenestrates a chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then it's like, he's like, I'm going to the data market. And she's like, oh, I'm definitely bringing my gun. And, you know, this is like, this is where the movie gets, re- like, I mean, the movie's weird enough as far as where the fuck is this? Because there's a cityscape that looks like it might possibly be where this market tips its hand that it might be actually um because there's like a bag that says it's in kuala lumpur malaysia yeah mm-hmm. and it's like that might be the city's kind of skyline of actual kuala lumpur i don't know um but this city like also it's like part of it is supposed to be like cyberpunk detroit you know crow style then it's like then you've got this like thriving urban environment and then there's a part later in the movie where there's a car chase and it's like they're literally going around what looks like a you know a civil war statue and there's a mm-hmm. bait shop in the background it's like where the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this is just like, all right, let's go talk to the wise old hacker guy and make a deal and get information on the night. And he's just about to tell it. But of course, one of his henchmen is secretly on the take from the night and shoots him in the head just as before mm-hmm. he gives the information. And the cyberpunk lady busts in. I think is that's where she. Busts yeah, in? yeah. Yeah. She yeah. kicks down the door. Yeah. And it's like everyone in here is going to die. And it yeah. just starts the shootout. Where... Yeah, it's a bad shootout. And then, of course, yeah. because it's like ladies have to fight, you know, men can't mm-hmm. fight ladies. So despite we have not really other than like her showing her friend, like, look, this is what I learned in, you know, kickboxing class. You know, it's like we have no other than her saying, like, I grew up on the streets. There's no sign at this point other than she has a 44 Magnum and is, not, and is willing to blow a motherfucker's head off. Mm-hmm, we have yeah. no reason to think that she can fight hand-to-hand, but they're like, this yes. is a time for, in the movie where you should fight the badass cyberpunk lady. So they kind of sort of fight, and cyberpunk lady's special ability is apparently a flamethrower on her arm, you know, sort of like the upgrade yeah. guns in the hand yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's partially like one of those flamethrowers that's like if you you know it was almost like the pilot light version of a flamethrower just like and that part's real and the rest mm-hmm. is really bad cg fire yeah. yep. um and then somehow she makes her set set herself on fire she shoots her a bunch yeah oh that's what it was yeah yeah and she and, backs into the fire yeah it's knocked into it sure but yeah she sort of gets a ticket to burning lady yeah. and uh and we're like okay she's she's dead except mm-hmm. you know the car didn't kill her but she kind of, you know, stumbles out all burned out like, I'm still going to fight you. Mm-hmm. And the car is just like waiting like, yeah, it's my kill. I don't yeah. know if you so, saw the <laughs> title of the movie. It's the car. <laughs> Excuse me. It's my road to revenge. Yes. Not not yours. Uh, yeah. So he just mm-hmm. runs over her. Yeah. He runs over her same way he ran over the other guy. Yeah. And then pulls up, rolls down the window and is playing the song that he had. Yeah. Like played their, her their song. Is, yeah. Yeah. 
when he had first tried to take her out on the date. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? There's nobody and, driving the car. And then it's like, yeah. <laughs> and then she collapses. Yeah. Yeah. Wakes up in uh, detective guy's apartment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, did I pass out? Did I faint? He's like, no, you almost died from smoke inhalation. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then she, they, she deems that as way cooler. Yeah, it's way cooler. And then it's just sort of like, even though I've shown no sign of this whatsoever, uh, I guess situationally, we're going to fuck now, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like there's some banter and they keep getting closer. And then it's like, you know, they fuck. Yes. And then while never... the car waits outside, <laughs> yeah, it while does. the car waits the underneath car. the apartment. Like, yeah. uh, well, not even not only that, it's like it's one of those like it's like directly beneath them fucking because like it's mm-hmm. it's one of those apartments yes. where like the living room it, like actually hangs over the carport. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so it's just yeah, it's just sitting right there like mm-hmm, I know what's going on. Um, and then next morning it's like, they have a mild fight sort of. Oh, she's like, oh, I get, now that we fucked, like, I gotta tell you, uh, I saw inside the car, nobody's driving it. I, I think it might be, you know, my ex husband. At least she gives like, like she says that, but she gives a plausible thing. She's like, I don't know if he like hacked it, did something weird with it or what. I I don't know. I'm sure that somehow he he was controlling it. Yeah. There's no one driving and it played uh, like our song, like something's up. So. I don't know if someone's remote yeah. controlling it and fucking with me. Yeah, you know, like she, she's like, I look, I know this sounds crazy. And he's just like, nah. She's like, fine, fuck it. I'm going for a walk and mm-hmm. leaves. Yeah. To which he's like, he goes outside to chase her and immediately yeah. realizes, like, oh so, fuck, the car's well, here. He's like, it's not <laughs> safe. And then yeah, he's like, put on his motorcycle jacket and helmet, and he's about to go after her on his motorcycle, but the car is still in the carport yeah. basically, and is like, and he's like, oh no, and runs out and like literally does like one of the shittiest like half-assed homages to the terminator because he's like i need your motorcycle this guy and the guy's just like fuck you and like the same mannerism as the mm-hmm. terminator thing yeah and he just steals this guy's dirt bike and then it just becomes dirt bike chase yeah dirt bike versus car chase and it's all about a parking garage um and he's kind of almost doing the right things like he's weaving in and out of the the pylons in the parking mm-hmm. garage but it's the car's just you know stunt spectacularly and keeping up yeah and then, yeah, eventually he rolls the, or slides the bike, um, kind of fucks up his legs a little, a little bit and is like, does the smart thing. Like, look, ladder. I should climb up that car. Can't follow me there. Mm-hmm. Um, except the car, like, knocks the ladder, which makes him fall down again. And eventually he does get up the ladder and that's how yeah. he gets away. And then he calls to his partner, who we haven't even mentioned <laughs> yeah, at this point. The, the, the guy's name is Gravenstein. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Come the fuck on, movie. It's not spelled like you would think, though. I mean, yeah. it's like G-R-R-E-E-Y. It's not grave, like Gravenstein. Yeah. I like but, that IMDb credits him first. Yeah. IMDb has Gravenstein. Like, so if you looked at the IMDb, you'd be like, oh, so he's oh. the guy who's going to solve the mystery. Yeah. yeah. It's the like, car, no. The car versus Gravenstein. Yeah. He is not, but no, he calls him and says, Hey, something's up with the car. We got to, we got to protect her. I can't get there. But it turns out the call was intercepted by the assistant DA who. Yeah. Of course, yada, he's, yada, yada. Yeah, of course he's evil and blah, he's blah, blah. on the take. So they send and, some other dude and, and I'm, it's a minor detail, but it's really stupid. And Gravenstein's black. And so mm-hmm. for no reason whatsoever, they send another black guy. She's never met Gravenstein. <laughs> right. Like it's literally like they look kind of similar. Like yeah. like they have like they're just slightly similar height, you know, and sort they of They don't thing. know that she doesn't know Gravenstein I, very well. I know, but it's just funny like he just in passing he's like don't trust anybody but my partner Gravenstein. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Okay." And so like this dude shows up, you know, rings the video doorbell and she's like, 
she does the clever movie thing yeah. like, are you Davis? He's like, who the fuck's Davis? I'm Gravis time. She's like, oh, you passed the secret Ooh. test, you know, and yeah. then gets in the car with them. And, you know, of course, they're taking her off to be murdered or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just I'm it's a nitpick because it's like, why? Like, why movie? Like, obviously, someone was thinking this. I can't just be like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they got kind of similarly hided black guy to be yeah. fake Gravenstein. Yep. <laughs> but and right around this time, too, they they've had this big meeting with uh, with the. Uh, with the lead bad guy where he's rounded up the whole all the group of people and yeah. and that's, that's it, the other thing is like and it, they've edited out of sequence mm-hmm. because he says i've already lost two of my best men to this car you guys need to figure out what's going on and get this car yeah uh, this was obviously supposed to be before the cyberpunk lady mm-hmm. fight because she came in with other dudes yeah which but, would explain why she had a team of people right exactly but it also it, it's weird because all right you've got this army of modified people why were you making such a big deal about these four like I know it sucks to lose people on your team, but it, it made it seem like, oh, it's really hard and expensive to do whatever cybernetic bullshit I've done to you. Nope. But no, I've got a whole fucking warehouse full of these guys, so whatever. Yeah. They were the important ones, <laughs> I, guess. I guess. They were the alpha team or Boy, something. sure. He picked yeah. his team poorly. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give, give but me, anyway, give me friendly so, vampire, you know, yeah, <laughs> bayou vampire. So, yeah. So, th- so these guys are part of that whole... Uh, like like every they're the fake cops are mm-hmm. part of the group who's trying to get her because if anyone gets her they get a free body modification anyone brings him the chip they get unlimited body modifications mm-hmm. yay hooray yeah that's so, pretty cool i mean sure for a cyberpunk so yeah this is where the movie upgrade I mean, your deck why I, not I, I protect your neck i've said this a few times like there's there's several like i gotta say i was still despite it not being remotely like the car i was still kind of sort of with this movie until this was my point this was where i was like i don't give a fuck what happens the rest of this movie Mm -hmm. because it just becomes insanity after this like at first you get the out of order like pep rally speech by the bad guy and suddenly you know you got cyberpunk people driving off in all directions also it should be noted that one of the things that this dude did was one of the other the bajillion direct video sequels for death race and it really shows Mm -hmm. in this because it was like send out the shitty cars from the you know subaru mm. group or whatever you know yeah. just like i mean like yeah. it's it's literally like whatever your fucking hobby car from the weekend get in it and come down in here and let's make a movie mm-hmm. so, so she you know of course secretly has her gun and, and takes the two fake cops by surprise and, and makes them get out of the car and steals the cop car well not not only that like she makes them get out of the car and is like standing there about to get in the driver's seat and the car <laughs> the the titular the, the car the, the car goes just flying by at full speed and just pulps these dudes like, yes yeah. Just, like yeah it fucking red mists them <laughs> it's and the car is being chased by the mm-hmm. by the oh yeah it's other there, group of yeah, there's cars a, there's right? a yeah. gaggle of like mm-hmm. you know neon colored pickup trucks and fucking every yeah and apparently this is their plan is to yeah. like somehow lead the car to this area where they can trap it yeah yeah and then so like she's got the cop car and gets back in the mix which of course now the car is like hey wait that was her i don't give a shit about all this going on behind me i want the girl Mm -hmm. and so it like does a a u-turn it does a u-turn into (laughs) the worst cg dumbass thing i've ever seen it's somehow like it's great it's like turns real hard and the car just becomes cg and starts flipping not end over end but like Hamburger style. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, it barrel rolls over this long line of cars and decapitates several dudes who were yep. like in minigun positions yep. on some of the pickup trucks. And it's yep. the shot is so bad that 
it actually kind of works yep. because it's so bad. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but that's how it's just like, oh, let's go the other way now by doing this uh-huh. barrel roll flip over 20 cars, mm. you know. And and decapitating men mm-hmm. along the way. Yeah. Extra evil can evil. Yep. Yeah. But then it... <laughs> But yeah, and then uh, it's just like, oh, I'm after her now. So she's like in the cop car running away from the car. The car is chasing and then this and these hooligans in the, you know, yeah. body kit car. And, they, still and they eventually call her on the police radio yeah. and they're like, hey, all right, we're yeah. making a deal here. Yeah. But like if you if you can lead it here. Yeah, we'll let we'll, you go. All we want to do is we want to capture and kill the car. And who, mm-hmm. but they still think someone's driving it. We want to kill the driver of the car yeah. and just get what's back. And she's like, and you'll let me go. And she's like, yeah, we'll let you go. Just lead you to this quarry, abandoned quarry, into this building. We got a plan. We'll take it from there. Mm-hmm. So she pulls in, gets out. They take her by gunpoint and like hold her over there. And they're like calling out like, all right, let's kill her so that the car can hear her. And the car's like, no, no, and drives basically into a sand pit. Mm-hmm. They've just created a fake sand pit in this in this building somehow, and it just drives in, and then they're like, shoot the shit out of the car, and everybody shoots the car, and it catches on fire, and they yoink out the chip from whatever Yeah, well, they open thing. it up, they're like, there's no driver. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, there never was. Yeah. They're like, you double-crossed like, us. Bleh. It's like, but they still get the chip, and mm-hmm. then they just shoot the shit out of the car. Yeah, and then he's like, just wreck the fucking car. Yep. So yeah, they, they destroy this car. Yep. Yeah. But... And- yeah, and she gets taken to the leader guy, and this is also when it kind of turns into like it's this so was a different movie at some point, right? Yeah. Because he's like, you, you know, we could kill you, but you want to give into the darkness. Don't well, he, you? he gives you, this did, whole... you never belonged with all the rich people, and <laughs> he's he says something like, "There's already like, do you really want to be a corpse? There's already so many corpses walking around up there, you know, drinking, you know." frappuccinos and doing yoga and stuff he's yeah. like why wouldn't you join the night and be cool <laughs> i mean it's literally like on that yeah. fucking level and it's like yeah. okay she, she, she's just like yeah all right that's that's my choices or death mm-hmm. right like okay i guess i'm with you <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah so she agrees to you know so like she's supposedly joining team team night over there mm-hmm. and then yeah meanwhile the, yeah the car is like well just wrecked and yeah and also, meanwhile, oh, sorry, yeah, uh, our cop friend mm-hmm. is being basically set up for murder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gravens- like Gravens- ba- Gravenstein's alone with him in a cell, and he's like, yeah. "You really going along with this shit? I'm obviously being framed, right?" Yeah, yeah. Th- because they're trying to act like he's the driver of the car who's killed all these people. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just the assistant DA setting him up because he's on the take. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gravenstein never really gets a redemption, and he's just kind of like shrug. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I. What <laughs> yeah. am I supposed what to do, you- man? Yeah. But. Anyway, like so, the the hunk of the car, the dead flaming wreckage of the car, is taken to a, a junkyard, mm-hmm. and this is where we get Ronnie Cox for about two minutes, maybe Which three. I had completely forgotten that Ronnie Cox was in the movie. Had I about five minutes before said, wasn't Ronnie Cox supposed to be in this movie? And then like yep. this tow truck driver shows up, and you can see like a, you know a grizzled old hand, and it's like, oh, here's Ronnie Cox finally. So he gets out of the tow truck, and he's just like, oh, what the hell is this? And finds the car, and he's like, just talking to it, like. Oh man, I I can't save you. I mean, I all I could do is give you a body transplant, and starts to whip like the tarp off this other car, and it's it's the proper front end of the of the car, the, like, yeah, the, the 1977 car. the car, the real the real car. Sweet. And it's got the grill, and I'm like, you're telling me the real car is been, they <laughs> they found the fucking prop, and it's been in this movie the whole goddamn time, and I started to get angry. And then, like, he rips the rest of it off, and it's like, it's another fucking Chrysler 300 that they put, they recreated that grill, and that is all from yes. the original car. And I was like, bullshit. Fucking 
Carties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Cock-tees. yeah. Carties. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's like saying all this like double entendre stuff about it. He's like, Yeah, this car's gonna be a real monster. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a real killer. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, wink wink. <laughs> I was in Robocop, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in total recall too. Verhoven. <laughs> Call me. I'm available. <laughs> I'm Paul. here, man. Paul, please. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Paul, I'm, I'm hungry, Paul. The sequel's 42 <laughs> years late. <laughs> Fucking call me, Paul. It's, it's, it's been a while. I know I said some things I shouldn't have, Paul, but... I gotta eat. <laughs> Ronnie needs food, Paul. <laughs> call me. Ronnie's falling on hard knocks. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, so. and also... He resurrects the car. He does. He resurrects the car. He puts it in the other sh- other shitty 300. And the car promptly fucking kills him. <laughs> sure does. It, well, like he, he gets in and tries to start it up. He's like, oh, girl, I'm well, boy. I'm, I'm sorry. And then it, it just fires up on his own. He's like, hallelujah. He is alive. <laughs> I'm Ronnie Cox. Call me Paul for a <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, Yeah, it just probably drives right the fuck over him. And it's like, all right. Yeah. And, and, and like they show him rude. holding his guts. Oh, somehow. yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They're like, yeah, he's he's been eviscerated. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like thanks for stopping by, Ronnie Cox. Yeah. I guess. Uh, but sure. The, but then the car is just in full-on murder mode at this point. It yeah. ju- it is just going around corners, just killing pedestrians left and right. Like <laughs> it's like I'm done. I'm done. Like pretending to be anything. I'm just yeah. murdering it's everybody. Like when at this when point. crows have gone wrong, yeah. this is what happens. But yeah, so you know the car is like I'm I'm gonna get there and I'm gonna save the girl or whatever. But now, you know, we saw the car murder for a few seconds, including Ronnie Cox. Forget the car for about another 20 minutes because it's it's done for a while. Um, so back to like the cop. The cop goes before the district of, you know, the yeah. assistant district attorney, I assume the actual district attorney now. And then he's just like, let me tell you the whole plan. He's like, you know, I yeah, I work for him and, you know, we're going to murder you using justice system. Cause yeah, we'll, we'll he, he basically says I can I can execute you. Yeah. Because you're going to be found guilty, or you could just resign now. Yeah, get the fuck out of town. Yeah, he's like, "Cool, I'll do that," and then like murders him. Yeah, and and he and he tells him like she's already made her deal. It's probably mm-hmm. a good idea if you make yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but instead he he's like, "All right, you can have my badge. Yeah, I'll give you my badge. I'll put my badge in your face <laughs> and pops him in the nose mm-hmm. and cracks the the cop in the room with the the crutch that he has. Honestly, like the cop gets it way worse. Oh, well, sure, yeah." the guy who needs to get it back well the cop had a gun this guy was just a weasel face yeah but but yeah but he basically ends up saying how oh no he's, he's, she's with the knight blah mm-hmm. blah blah and he, whatever it is it sends him to some club no 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 well or no, no first he goes he, back yeah, home first he goes home and he's like all right i've got the i got the guy in charge of the knight's name now and he's like underground underground club Google underground club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. one result: Club Abelard or whatever the fuck it is. Like, hey Google, where do bad guys <laughs> hang out? I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> I think you want Club Abelard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> triggered Google. Um, but yeah, so he's just like, all right, I'm going to go to this club, and just like grabs the first dude he sees with like an earpiece in his ear. Is like. Tell me where fucking Sebastian or whatever his name is. I don't know. Talon. Talon. That's the guy's name. Yeah. He's like, tell me where Talon is. Guy's just looking at him like, the fuck? And then the car's like, car's in the club, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> drives through the door, like comes down the handicap ramp and starts running people over in the club. Yep. And then sees him, I guess, and is like, oh, murder cop. I'm going to kill you. And then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, they're, they're trying to initiate her into the night. Yeah. They, and they, they bring the assistant district attorney. He's like, yeah, I've brought you someone who's failed me. 
and I, I'd like to see how creative you are in killing him. And so she's pouring alcohol all well, over him. First, it's like, oh, you know, pick up a little tiny, like, hammer, like a... It has a surgical purpose, but I don't remember yeah. what the fuck it is. But like a little tiny hammer and like a scalpel. And she's like, nah. And it's like, bone saw's ready. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And then she's like, ooh, something flammable. And just, yeah. I'll just douse yeah. him with that. And, and he's like, eh, not very subtle, but all right, brutal. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. And then, then she like takes a swig and is like acting like she's about to do the like, you know, she's going to set him on fire by blowing the, you know, big flame mm-hmm. bubble thing but she takes a swig of alcohol yes, just before yeah. she, well she does what i'm saying she had it in her yeah. mouth and she's like Phew. she's gonna do it to him but turns and of course does it to uh talon and mm-hmm. then stabs him in the eye with the scalpel that she was still holding and he's just like oh my eye yeah. <laughs> and then she just like knees the the frilly vampire dude in the nuts and then like runs away <laughs> yeah and then it, it just with his eyeball hanging out of his face he's just like i'm very disappointed yeah go kill her yeah and then she, you know she broke my cyber eye. Yeah, and then Dracula three thousand is like finally, <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's just like that guy runs down, runs her down, and chases her, and then like she fights him off, and then doesn't he just get carified? Well, or? yeah, he she fights him off, and he like he pulls a spike, he makes a spike come out of his hand, mm-hmm. tries to stab her with it, and gets it stuck in the wall to which she chops his arm Oh, that's right, the off. car does not kill that guy. No, yeah. she kills yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, she cuts his arm off with the fire axe that, as soon as you saw the fire axe in the room, and you heard the glass break at some point, you're like, oh, somebody's getting fire axed. Yep. Yeah, so she chops his arm off, and then gets him in the neck he really did get dracula 3000 yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow somebody saw dracula 3000 okay yeah yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, i allow this reference even more now because mm-hmm. it's too bad he didn't get longer to freak out about it. yeah <laughs> oh my arm he did he did weep pretty yeah. bad but then after he just, getting his then arm he just immediately got the fire yeah, axe then in the he, neck then he gurgled because yeah. he got the fire axe in the neck yep so yeah but yeah so the car didn't get yeah. his road revenge yeah. on that guy but then she runs into um the cop the, the cop who has he's following that guy led him directly to the underground lair i guess yeah and just conveniently like talon's like i've popped my eye back in and there you are and then the car is like down the hallway like there you are and i do like that as he runs away uh the detective guy goes good luck yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <And> takes off <laughs> and, and it's 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 another really bad edit because like head talon vampire dude is like he's He's very obviously standing in like uh, an intersection of whatever the hell room they're in, mm-hmm. but then they like cut away and he's just like running down a single long no side hallway thing. It's like, yeah, yeah you if you're just taking it right, like mm-hmm. <laughs> the car probably could have made that turn, but you know, whatever. Yeah. He just he, well, this car seems to have mystical like fishtail turning ability. around mm-hmm. fishtailing mm-hmm. powers. So, but the way he gets it is at least it's different. Like almost mm-hmm. everybody else just got ran over and squished, you know. But mm-hmm. like. He just hits this dude and like makes him fly through the windshield and then like gets to the outdoors and just does a hard turn. And this dude's like, you know, hanging in the broken windshield, mm-hmm. basically does a hard turn. And it basically just cuts this dude in half, like using the, <laughs> the broken windshield. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because like the the half of the, the remains of the dude is not in the car later. Like, did it have some sort of like get the dead guy out of my insides mechanic? I just popped yeah, open the yeah. Lambo doors and oh, took another hard turn. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. 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 But. So that you know, all the people are dead, and and then it's now coming after them. You know, like well, after- he's like, we we got to get out of here, and then she's like, it's oh, not yeah. going to stop chasing us. He said he's yeah, not going to stop until he gets me. Yep. So but, she's like, all right. Yeah, and then they just like they find the convenient, you know, the knight's convenient dynamite stockpile. Um, yes. And, and comical in, in, old bundles, yes, like, bundled you know. sticks of dynamite. Yeah. And they're like, there's a forklift, and they're like, 
can you drive this? And which is funny because they never remotely drive it. All they do is like operate the fork part mm-hmm. of it. And so he's like, yeah, I guess I'll figure it out. And they just load this forklift up with dynamite and a timer and then basically just make the car come at them until it hits the forklift. And then he just goes lift. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know my Chrysler 300 is a front wheel drive. It obviously can't get off the forklift. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I like that. He also he, he must have been pretty optimistic because he set the timer before the, oh, yeah. the car even got there. Yeah. Yeah. He's, well, he's done this before. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that common scenario. That's part of that's part of the police academy. They're just like, all right, killer car, bag of dynamite, two trains leaving Pittsburgh. Uh, mm-hmm. How long do you make the timer for? He's like, I got this. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. 30, yes. 30 seconds is enough to lift the car up just enough so that it can't roll away. And then they mm-hmm. run out of the room and a bad CGI explosion goes and they're like, yay, we killed the car. I like that there's one little fire tornado at the end of that explosion. <laughs> yeah. But they ran out of gas quick for that. But man, they pumped up the sound effects for it. They picked a good explosion sound at least. Yeah. But no, the explosion itself sucks. Yeah. And then the, like everyone's there, like all, you know, it's the cop ending, like everyone's there and, he, and he's basically doing the like. I literally don't know if I'm going to have a job or if I'm under arrest or anything like I just I don't know. But like, you know, if if I make it out alive and everything, you know, call me and she's on a stretcher like, you know, yeah. like I'm hurt. If things reason. Um, yeah. But she agrees. Yeah, she agrees. And then all of a sudden, dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. It's the surprise. It's, it's the Alexander Goodenough. <laughs> you know, like the car is all burnt up and everything. It's like, <laughs> oh, he's still alive. And yeah. And then it just he ends up shoving her hospital gurney away. Yeah, well, diving she, out of the way, and it somehow gets her in the car. It hits her. She's still on the hospital gurney. It hits I the really gurney, like this, and she just kind of slides into the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, because yeah. the windshield has been smashed mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's Mister Steal Your Girl car because <laughs> he just like runs up, hits the car, and she's like, whoop, and then it's just like the car is taking off, and she's pleading with it, like, no, no, you can't have me. You know, you control my life. You can't control my death stuff like that mm-hmm. and then she's just trying like it of course it starts playing the song because it can't talk or anything it's just like i'll play the song and make it creepy and she's like let me find the computer chip guts and just starts ripping into the dashboard and i i guess pulls it out because it's like it's coming up on a quarry another quarry mm-hmm. you know an abandoned one with water at the bottom and uh and then like at the last second she's like oh i found the chip and the car yeah. just kind of grinds to a halt and she gets out and like, like fuck you car and pushes it off the edge yep and that's the end of the fucking movie yeah it landed it, it, the no. last shot is it sitting on there the bottom of the quarry and yeah. the lights turn on yeah okay yes they set up it is awake again yeah another 42 years we'll have the car three i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. starring ronnie cox <laughs> <laughs> paul <laughs> please paul i can't do another car sequel <laughs> well i'm 112 I mean, years old if we got <laughs> do you know what insurance costs paul if we got no you don't you're dutch you don't worry about insurance. If we got the car three directed by ye old Paul Verhoeven, starring ye I would older watch it. in in uh, Ronnie Cox, I'd watch it. I'd mm-hmm. bu- first. I would. I would. I'd be I there would wait in, in the line. Theater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's over. Except for setting up a dumb sequel that will probably never happen, or maybe it will because it costs eleven dollars and bring yeah. your friends hey, with their you know. You know plastic- what? As long as labor is cheap in Bulgaria, yes. Yeah. That and will labor happen. and life. Yes. Life finds a way, comrade. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, it's over, and we talked about this longer somehow than I thought we would. But yeah, we're done. We made this sound better than it is. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's bad. Yeah, it's three bags bad. It's hard to sit through. It, it's yeah. I I would agree with three. Yeah, it, it kind of, there's some little things that salvage it from being like just 
atrocious, but it is on the whole, it's like, it's like all those early nineties, like gore movies that thought they were doing more than they really were. Yeah. You know, they're like, Oh man, we got atmosphere and Oh yeah. And there's some occasional gore here, but it's like, it's got, it's got that vibe that those do, which is not my vibe at all, you know, but I, I see kind of like a little bit of what they're going for, but like I said, this is like two movies mashed together because you got like this At whole least. cyberpunk <laughs> body the, modification okay, the crew thing. thing. And then you got like the car as something completely different from that. Even though at its heart, the two ideas are similar. Yeah. Which is probably why they're like, hey, why don't we just combine these? But as it is, it's... I, they really could have done a lot more with the whole cyberpunk dystopia version of the car. Mm-hmm. Like there's a you could make a really good movie out of that. Also, they completely forgot all of the cyberpunk dystopia shit because there is zero of it. Like everything is either industrial or some random fucking market. Mm-hmm. None of it looks like a cyberpunk dystopia. Oh man, need... but they went to the data market, man. And the guy, yeah, the data guy, market looked like a flea market. That guy had a HTC vibe, man. He's he from the future. He did. Yeah. He had a helmet. <laughs> like I want to see some Johnny mnemonic ass, cyberpunk yeah. shit i want to see some commit to something hackers in that one scene yeah. cyberpunk ass shit i want to see i mean some ready player one cyberpunk ass shit like, i mean so many movies have we had where somebody downloads their consciousness into a computer and right. and then this one is just like did that happen i don't know like it's it's right it's, it's there i mean it could we could just explained it that way yeah. that like oh i have a backup of me on the server or something and like yeah right and it's gonna go to my car if something happens to me but or like something happened with the chip and a drop of his blood got on the chip and the like give sure. me g- give me something work well, with me here or, or do not or do what the original one doesn't doesn't don't try to explain it at all and they, right. they 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 go somewhere in between and it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't work so what did you go the three backs okay yeah. three backs I think I'm only gonna go two I mean I'm not I'm not saying I liked it that much more but I was. I was still somehow with this movie up to a certain point. Like I said, when the when the badly voiced over like yeehaw neon color body kit gang started chasing the car, I was like, I was so out of it. I came back briefly for that horrible, horrible CG shot that's yeah. kind of hilariously bad. Yeah, and, and the dude's just getting pulped. Like right, that was like the only sort of surprise shot is like mm-hmm. the the fake cops getting out of the car and just be like. Oh, and then just <laughs> like, yeah, they that just was got fucking like, but like everything after that, I was just like, don't care. And I, I, that was the point where I was like, how is this a 90 minute movie? I feel like we've been here four hours. It did of- feel way longer than 90 yeah. minutes. Like, I mean, way longer. By that point, I was like, are we in act four now? Because like a whole new thing just started. Like, yeah, I don't even know what's happening. There are a few scenes like. You could probably put together five minutes of clips of this movie that would make it look like it's badass. Mm-hmm. Um, But. You know, like, but you'd be wrong, right? Like, I I wouldn't be surprised to see like a Chuck review of this movie showing only the good scenes, or like a hey, watch this scene, mm-hmm. um, and people going, oh my god, I gotta watch that. Uh, but yeah, he uh, hard no as as far as the whole movie. He's giving a one bag remotely via chat from his quarantine mm-hmm. zone. Yeah, yeah. One bag, decent I, stunting I, in a couple scenes, shockingly good gore bits at times, and he liked not pink. Yeah. Otherwise, completely pointless. I'm blaming the fever. I mean, yeah, I think I think that's what I'm going to blame it on. But I don't know. We're not, we're not that far yeah. off of ratings. But I'm just kidding. So I don't know. It's it's not it's not much of a movie. 
and it's like I said, it's part crow, part Robocop, part Crobocop. Yeah, Crobocop, yeah. Um, and I don't know, it's barely the car, you know, the actual mm-hmm. thing you came to see at all. Carbocrope. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just fucking around now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's it's not very good. Chuck would like to emphasize that it is still garbage. Yeah, well, that's yeah. that's a Chuck that's Fine rating, though. That's why yeah. it's bags. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's a Chuck Fine rating, though. One yeah. one bag or one jocks is, is that's Chuck Fine Chuck Fine territory. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit worse than Chuck Fine, yeah. but anyway. All right, well, let's take a break, shall we? Okie dokie. All right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Second yeah. half. Shirt update before we get into everything. Oh, um, a shop date. A shop date, yes. The shirts were shipped to the incorrect address. And so oh, no. They, have, they, were, uh, they were returned to the sender, um, and they will be shipped out uh, probably tomorrow. So slight delay again, but uh, this, this time it's not our fault. Uh, so they should get on top of this. Ah, uh, yes. Is it shirts? Yes. Okay. Mm. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't blouse this up. Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. They're shirts you and are. blouses. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Shirts and blouses. Anybody seen any movies? Uh, I, I have. I saw a movie. What'd you see? Uh, I saw Us. Well, oh. we're right here. It's easy to see Us. I can. Yeah. No, the movie Us. Oh. By us. Jordan Peele. Yes. The follow-up to Get Out. Is it a follow-up? Well, I mean... It's his follow-up. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's right. not a he follow-up. He made another movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... <sighs> Reactions seem mixed to this. Yeah. From what I've seen. I've been avoiding, like, reading any of them. I just right. see people's letterbox star counts. Yeah. I, I'm going to I'm gonna be as vague as humanly possible um, because, you know, it's a twisty-turny, I-don't-know-what's-happening kind of movie, so I, I, I want to avoid mm-hmm. all that. Um, I, I, I just... On, on, on the outset, I want to say it's a masterfully made movie. I mean, I, I think like I, th- I think like direction wise and acting wise, it's top notch. Um, the, th- the thing is, is like I think Get Out was like it had something to say. It had it had a reason to mm-hmm. exist. It seemed like it seemed like the kind of movie that was like had been inside him for a long time and he'd been mm-hmm. waiting for it to get out, you know, like, you know, just like yeah, he had to make it kind of thing, you know, like passion project. This, this one feels more like, let me make, uh, an eighties video special, you know, home video, like special horror movie into a big budget kind of thing with mm-hmm. real actors and stuff. Um, because I'm not saying that the basic premise of get out isn't a little ludicrous and kind of laughable when you get oh, yeah. down to it of course but i mean it's like it it works in that concept and it, and it, it works and in service of a theme and the, and yeah in service of the theme and it, and it's like it it becomes truly terrifying to think about the concepts contained within mm-hmm. you know and stuff um this one is just kind of goofy you know it's like you know, you could easily see this being made by somebody like him or like it being critters, you know, like in the 80s, you know, like or chud. I mean, there's there's a literal like reference at the beginning of the movie, like the very first like shot of the movie that's like 
or you know it's a slow pan in to like a tv because like part of this does take place in the past like in the 80s and whatnot and there's like just like rows of video cassettes next to the television on either side just kind of like you know here's some things that people would have owned at the time and one of them literally is chud or chud 2 or something like that mm. like just sitting there and it's like yeah okay i mean are you like a, like right off the bat tipping your hand that like this one's going to be kind of silly you know when you think yeah. about it and you know it's sort of like if you take the kind of silly premise of, of behind the scenes of, of get out and remove any message or anything like that it's like you're kind of left with like well yeah this is just when i step away it's kind of a goofy horror movie mm. not saying it's not creepy and like i said it's 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 amazingly made but when the reveal comes that's where you're you're going to make or break everything and i feel like that's that's the thing that's why you're like you're nearly 50 50 on the likes dislikes of this movie yeah. is like because you're either with this or you're not you know and it's like because it's like there, there's a, there's a reveal and other stuff that like are the kind of things that are like people are gonna hate you know <laughs> just like yeah, yeah like i said it's, it's it's just divisive um but okay. yeah i mean atmospheric as hell like still something you should see um like i said it just i feel like not that get out was made poorly like this thing is just like doing some crazy good shots and stuff i mean like i just feel like it stepped up the the filmmaking game mm-hmm. a, a really long ways um so I, i'm still excited to see for whatever he does next because i feel like I, I feel like at this point you know you make something like get out it's critically acclaimed you know up for oscars and things like that yeah. then then it's like okay you know sophomore film you want to kind of step back and do something not you know, you don't want to get pigeonholed as like, all right, every movie I, I make has to have some sort of like message, you know, some secret meaning to it. Yeah. Um, I feel like not that, not that I, I want to see him make something else, but I, I just hope his next movie is not a horror movie. Like, I mean, I feel like you're going to get, you know, you're going to get stuck in that. And that's, you know, not, unless that's yeah. just where you want to be. You know, I just, I feel like that's the thing is like, I, I would like to see those tools applied to something other than a horror movie. Though he gets it, like he gets the tension stuff really well. But like I said, I, I can see why this is so polarizing compared to get out. And I feel like I feel like now where people are jumping on the hipster train of like, well, get out wasn't really that good. You know, because like it's, yeah, shut it's, the fuck up. Well, it, it's, it's that like I didn't like this. So let me now go nitpick mm-hmm. this to death, you know, kind of thing, yeah. you know. So that's just what people do. And, and anytime, you know, people don't like people to become acclaimed. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you made a good thing. And now you made something that is people are on the fence about. Well, fuck you. And actually, I'll, here's so- here's everything wrong with get out and, you know. <laughs> 47, 47 mm. minutes. Um, <laughs> How yeah. Get Out should have ended. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, just don't go in expecting Get Out. Like, that's that's really it. And I, I still enjoy it. Like I said, it's just, it's the biggest thing I can say is it's like, it's inconsequential inco- comparatively, mm-hmm. but still really made, well made. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. You watch anything, BJ? Well, speaking of horror movies, <laughs> um, I watched... Uh, I think it's a 2018 movie, Vice. Is it 2018 or 2017? Uh, 2018. 2018, I believe it came out just in time for Oscars. Yeah. Um, Part of me thinks, why the fuck did anybody bother making that movie? But I did, despite thinking that, I did learn a few things that I didn't know. And also, it was really well acted. Like, I mean, Christian Bale did a really good job being... Uh, a slightly too sympathetic Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Um, despite the fact that the movie is obviously, you know, got a bone to pick with Dick Cheney, which is is fair because the world should have a fucking bone to pick with Dick Cheney. Yep. Um, 
Bale plays him pretty sympathetically, which I feel is odd. It's like sort of tonally at odds with the movie. Um, but he does a really good job. Like he's got that, he's got the mannerisms and the little ticks and that kind of weird gravelly Dick Cheney voice down. Um, mm -hmm. So he, he does a really good job and the movie looks good and it does the job of, you know, telling you this story of Dick Cheney and all the horrendous shit he did. I think the most striking thing for me about Vice is how many parallels to what's going on right now in American politics there are. Because it's like, it's basically <laughs> W administration to electric boogaloo in uh, American politics at this moment. Like, uh, just dumber. Yeah. Yeah. It's dumb and dumber too. Yeah. Um, but there, there are a lot of parallels uh, that can be very, very easily drawn between what's going on in, like, with, with appointments and mm -hmm. with legal opinions yep. in both administrations. Where, um, if the system isn't working for you, cheat. Change this. Well, yeah. Uh, put in. Actually, rewrite the rules. Is mm -hmm. is what it is. Like, yeah. find people, find people who will interpret your monopoly rules to mean that, oh, I landed on free parking, that means I get, you know, mm -hmm. that means I get all the money in the middle of the board or whatever. Like, Wait, like that's the way you're supposed to play. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Read the fucking rules. Um, but yeah, like, it's, it's really, it's really striking. It made me kind of depressed for, for a while having, having watched it. I was like, I, I honestly regretted it. Um, yeah, <laughs> like in the moment. Cause I was like, I, I don't, it was like a Saturday, Saturday night, I think. And I was like, I, I don't want to watch this. Mm. We, I, we are living through some bullshit politics. Yep. I don't want to watch bullshit politics from 10 years ago, but. That's kind of how I felt about the movie ever since it was like announced even. I'm just like. Nothing about that appeals to me wanting to watch it. Right. But girlfriend wanted to watch it, so I was like, all right, fine, let's, we'll watch it. I know um, how that goes. However, I did get to balance that out with something that I wanted her to watch. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned this. Are you about to transition? Because I don't want to fuck your like, yeah. flow up, but I wanted to ask you about something related to Vice. Okay, go ahead. Um, did you see the big short by any chance? His other Adam McKay's like other like no, I'm making a serious movie. Not. Okay, you should see the big short. Yeah, I mean that's it, the one about the um, the short selling crisis. of the yeah the financial short crisis. Of, yeah, yeah. The, the housing market crisis basically. I don't need yet another depressing. Yeah, you, you need some time. Well, depressing that, I, I mean, movie about some shit that happened ten years ago. The thing about that is like since it's an ensemble piece, like nobody, it doesn't dwell on any one thing for too long. You know, like I, I have a feeling Vice is like, let's follow Dick Cheney around and yeah, we'll have this cast of characters around him. But this is like, let's go over here and see what they're doing for a bit and go over here. Yeah. So it it doesn't it's dealing with heavy shit, but it doesn't feel as heavy, I think, because it's like you can't get bored by like, oh, how much nefarious shit can you do and get away with? It's like, let's hop you. over here and let's hop over here. And, you know, speaking of cast yeah. before I yeah. transition, um, uh, Sam Rockwell is really good as W. Um, he doesn't look much like him except for in a couple scenes, um, but he does a good job of capturing 
you know, the dullness. Uh, and Steve Carell as Donald Rumsfeld, who to fucking thunk it, um, is pretty fucking good. Uh, there, I mean, there's a there's a very 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 large cast of people that you will recognize, but um, I but still those were his standouts. His, that career trajectory that's that's tough to bounce back from. Like, I mean, I'm I still have a hard time looking at Adam McKay and being like, "Do you want to make a series?" Like, how did somebody just be like, "Do you?" You want to make a serious movie like you made Anchorman and Talladega Nights and Kenny Powers mm-hmm. motherfucking CFO, CEO, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, like how like that's that's just a, that's just a hard leap. I feel like, <laughs> like yeah, well, but, he he had some pretty, pretty big named actors for the big short, right? Yeah, yeah. No, and I mean, then, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess when you're you're friends with enough people. Sure. Um, but so so my girlfriend made me watch that and then I, I was like, well, I we got to balance this out with something and a couple weeks ago we had been we had been driving home from uh, a get-together and i put on my playlist of uh of bond themes so when i got home that night i was like she hadn't watched the i think she's seen some of casino royale and that's about it but uh we got home and i'm like we're we're watching dr no right now so we watched dr no um, she fell asleep, but it was real late. Um, I fell asleep too. I, I kind of don't blame either of you. Yeah, it. Doctor no, no takes a while to get there. Yeah, it does. Uh, the end is pretty good, but it 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 gets real slow in the middle. So, um, after watching Vice, I was like, "Let's watch another Bond movie." And she's like, "Okay, yeah, I'm into that," which is a fucking great sign. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched From Russia with Love. I always skip From Russia with Love because. My Bond set, the one part of the like eighty-five DVD set from fifteen years ago, uh, didn't have "From Russia with Love" in it. It went, it had "Doctor No" and then "Goldfinger" was the next one in uh, date order hmm. for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. So we watched "From Russia with Love," and I probably haven't seen that in I don't know how long. Like I don't think I watched it when we did our when we did the the. Bond review. Yeah. Everyone jumped on later. I think yeah. I had already reached uh, yeah. the near the end of the Connery phase by the time everyone was like, I should do well, that too. I watched it from the beginning. You uh, did? Yeah. Because okay. no, I was an excuse to watch Dr. No and Goldfinger yeah. and stuff for me. I'm yeah. Like, uh, from Russia with Love is great. Yeah. Like, that is that is a seriously, actually good film. It's not just like good for a Bond movie. It's a, it's a good film. I mm. really like From Russia with Love. Um, even though they do like they name the movie like three times and they also play that Robert Monroe theme song um, in one scene. Somebody's listening to that scene as they're cruising by in a boat mm-hmm. or listening to that theme as they're cruising by in a boat in one of the scenes. Yeah. I thought that was like pretty cheesy, but it's not only is it a good movie, it's like quintessential Bond. It, it When people think about a Bond movie, I think what is flashing in their head is from Russia with love. There yeah. are cool gadgets. There's cool spy shit. Sean Connery being just smooth as fuck. Gorgeous Bond girl. Um, tons of intrigue. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's also, you know, Spectre and the cat stroking. Yeah. Like gratuitous like all, cat stroking. All of the Austin Powers stuff comes from that one. From Yeah, from Russia with love. Yeah. Um, it is... If you haven't seen it in a while, you need you need to refresh yourself and watch it. 
Yeah, um, I feel like I need to give that one another chance. My my biggest problem with it has always been that it's sandwiched between Doctor No and Goldfinger for me. Yeah, and it just it, it's weird because I feel like that should have been the first one. Like I mean, because like you said, it kind of sets a lot of blueprints. It does, and it and does. the weird thing is like, but it's it's also kind of slow. Like I mean, action wise, it's yeah. also interesting in that it's a direct sequel because mm-hmm. stuff from the first one is referenced yeah. in that, yep. and that's like uh, they didn't do anything like that until Casino Royale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever that is, thirty something years later. Well, I mean, there's the Honor Majesty Secret Service to uh, license to kill thing. Kind of. Kind, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um. It would make a better first, like better first, better introduction to Bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I just than... mean it's 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 slow. I mean, I I know you guys think Doctor No is slow, but I, like to me that that movie just drips with atmosphere the whole time, and it, it's like I can't explain it. Like I, I just adore no, that movie. I, the I middle part it. of it just drags for me. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, the middle part, the reason it doesn't work for me is the first half is like a detective film almost, mm-hmm. but we know where it's going, and so it's kind of like you're. By the end of the second act, you're like, just fucking get there, man. Yeah. They, I, and, and you know, that's just me. But mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm excited to like, I'm, I'm going to keep going until she says, until she says, okay, I've had enough Bond movies, um, which will probably be shortly after GoldenEye. That's what I'm hoping. Oh, really? Anyway. You think that long? Like, you think. I think she's going to power through like yeah, Moon man Moon with Ra- the golden gun. No, actually, I like man with the golden gun. I like gun. it too, gun. but a lot of people it's do cheesy, not yeah. like. But I'm saying like gun. Moonraker and Octopussy, like these things, like that's those are tough to overcome. Moonraker is goofy as fuck, so we'll maybe get, she'll we'll get, get that. Dude, the, the funny thing is, like the first half of Moonraker is like classic Bond movie. Yeah, and then every, everyone forgets all of that because the third act is like we're in space. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know there's I, some other bad ones, but I, yeah, I feel like she's going to have trouble with Roger. Well. I don't know. I'm... Connery didn't make all good movies either. So no, yeah, no. just wait till you get to Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. yeah, right now Chuck is like screaming at the <laughs> screaming at the at the YouTube stream in his head. I can feel it. I don't know. Of course, I... Chuck likes all the bad ones. Yeah, of course. But we, we it, it's that. it's but it's like I've said about Bond before is that people come to that for very different reasons. Absolutely, and you just never know which ones people are going to be like. Man, I really like that one. You know, because they're so varied and there's so many different things yeah. that they try throughout. I mean, if you just think about all the ones from the 80s, which uh, which directed by the same guy, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know it. No. Because they all feel like completely different movies. Was like it, is all it... of them in the 80s? Like even the two, two Timothy Daltons? Like I've had... Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like you're telling what, me... The, what is it? Is it Glenn guy, Ford? Is that his I was going to say, you're telling me the guy that made like... Uh, yes. Feudal Kill made fucking License to Kill. He made like the basically... <laughs> yeah. Maybe to kill octopusy. That makes no sense because, yeah. like, God, those are. I mean, that's the thing is, like, Vito kills just fuck. It, it's got a good theme song, but it's got it's just boring as fuck. Yeah, it's and, all about horse racing. John yeah. Glenn, that's the name. Oh Sorry. yeah, the horse racing. Yeah, I mean, Vito kills like it, it's not bad. It's just boring, and so's uh, the first Timothy Dalton one. Like that's that's their problems. It's like they're not necessarily bad. They're just boring as shit. <laughs> I don't even remember what, whatever the first Dalton one is. Uh, now blanking on it, but. But yeah, he made for your eyes okay. only Octopussy, View to a Kill, Living Daylights, and License Daylights. to Kill, that's, that's, yeah. which are all completely different feeling movies. Yeah. Also, I know I had some strong opinions on uh, back when we did our our Bond recap. I know I had some strong opinions on which Bond themes suck. Um, I don't think I dislike any of them anymore. I think I like each and every Bond theme now. 
Oh, I can't go with you there. And you got that Cheryl Crow one. Like, yeah, I think I still yeah. like it. I there's surrender is better, but I don't. I, maybe that's surrender like, is what the Katie Lang one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I don't. That song would be really good if someone who could sing was singing it. And Cheryl Crow can't sing, so that's a problem. Fair, fair. I still like the song though. Yeah. I don't know. I. I've been listening to the themes a little bit more lately, mm-hmm. and I just find them all getting into my head at one point or another. I seem to remember yeah. not liking that from Marshall with Love One, just because Tony. Totally, yeah, Russia it's just—it's like it's so fucking like it feels like it's th- from twenty, thirty years before that movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, then they just figured it out with Goldfinger immediately. Yeah, yeah. where yeah. it's like, okay, this is it. <laughs> like, this is what we're fucking doing here. Yeah, put Shirley Bassey at the helm. And yeah, yeah Doctor No didn't really have a singing theme no the, yeah and the opening is just like a bongo yeah. theme yeah. thing mm-hmm. yeah. the the theme from dr no is the james bond theme right mm-hmm. and yeah occasionally underneath the mango tree underneath the mango mm-hmm. tree. oh that's right yeah. yeah 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 but i i think my you only live twice is it like it goes between that and goldfinger for me which for which is the best mm-hmm. one i think i've listened to you only live twice more than any of the other ones by a lot because that song's fucking amazing it's good. Yeah. I, I know you don't like it, but Live and Let Die for me. I mean, if I had to pick Oh, yeah, one, that yeah. song's great. Yeah, I know. But it's all of the songs yeah. in it are good. <laughs> that whole album is good. <laughs> that whole album that's six minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I know anyway. it changes pace, but that was Paul McCartney of the era. Like, Band on the Run does the same fucking thing. So does I, I know. Admiral Halsey. I, and, yeah. I joke. But yeah, I. I look forward to hearing you talk more about Bond Me too. Movies. I'm I'm I, j- jazzed for Goldfinger. Yeah, and the thing I I realized is I got the box set in the middle of my run. So I the first half like everything up to Goldeneye, I had watched only on DVD. I've never watched any of them on Blu-ray. Gotcha. Cuz then I got the box set and I started from Goldeneye and went forward from there, I believe, mm. on Blu-ray. Goldeneye. Yeah. 4K Bond probably coming soon. I think yeah. some of them are in 4K it's on like, iTunes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm well, pretty sure all the Daniel Craig ones I, are for sure. If they whenever they finally announce the Idris Elba one or whatever the hell they're doing next, I may have to just go back and do them because because before Spectre, I just did the three Daniel Craig ones. Because I just ran out is, of time. Is Daniel Craig done? Because it feels like one it more, kept right? going back and forth. I like, think he's back right now. Okay. For now, it's he's like I'm back. done. No, I'm but back. he would basically told them like, "There, you can't pay me." And after Spectre, like. And I don't even know what the fuck they do. I, I I almost wonder if they just do like a complete rando, like just do the old Bond thing and just like, okay, everything that happened in the other ones, who cares? Just Bond going on an adventure. Like, I don't know if if they even try to continue yeah, serializing it the way I, well, they have in I this I think era. that's part of, the, part of the problem with serializing it, especially, you know, 25 are we at 25 movies yes. 25 and bond movies just in or bond chuck just informed us in the chat that bond 25 started shooting this week oh oh well, there you go nice yeah so yeah like the problem with with trying to do something serialized over something that's been going on for 50 years is that yeah you're gonna have to replace your actor eventually mm-hmm. and if you've built a story with an actor well, what are you gonna do what are you going to do? Are you just going to replace him and pretend like nothing happened? My know. dream is still a fucking Bond period piece. Yes. Make a new one and set it in the 60s and just fucking like 
and like genuinely go for it like Mad Men style. Like, mm-hmm. all right, right, we are in the fucking 60s. There's no stupid shit. There's no winking. Like, right. Because the problem with modern spy stuff is like cell phones and camera security. Like, like all of that ruins cyber. Spy everything shit. Yeah. has fucked spy stuff. There is no spy stuff anymore. Right. It's all the cyber. Yeah. Because everyone's be like, well, I'd be able to get by that just by doing this. You know, or oh, they would have caught him. Somebody would have filmed that. Well, you I mean, know, like, I mean the other thing is shit. like, I mean, it's come and gone over a really long period of what twenty two years. But Mission Impossible is the what you want in modern times at this mm. point. Like Mission Impossible has has passed Bond as far as I'm concerned about how to do a modern spy thing, mostly action. Mm. You know, it's, yeah. it's action with spy gadgets, thriller. Yeah, I mean that's that's really what Mission Impossible is: is action with gadgets. I want a legit With masks. Yeah, I want a legit spy thing, and that's why you got to take James Bond back to the sixties. Mm-hmm. Or you have to do it in a country where there is no technology, you know. Yeah. But that's even then. Uh, like, even that's really difficult because you got fucking satellite phones and satellites and drones. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just saying, just make it a fucking period piece and yeah. lean as far into it as you can. I agree. Now that the Fox Disney deal has killed probably any future X Men things. Michael Fassbender's free. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was what that was what I said whenever that was six or seven years ago. James yeah. I first Bonder. suggested it. Fassbender will be free. He'd make a good '60s Bond. I yes, think. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I've been saying that. Yeah. For I don't know how long. So ever I since st- Inglorious Bastards, like yeah. literally when he I mean, does, I mean, when he does that switch in Inglorious Bastards when he fucks up his German and he's just like might as well go out ke- speaking the King's English and I'm just like that's fucking Bond <laughs> right yeah. there. That's it. <laughs> yep. But it'll never happen. I know it won't because I don't have enough clout to make it happen. No. I I I would like to get an Idris Elba Bond in there before oh, yeah. we go full period yeah. piece. Just <laughs> you know, yeah. honestly, what I would what I would love to see is a handover movie mm-hmm. where for like the first half, it's Daniel Craig as James Bond. And then he's like dying or retiring or gets vaporized or something mm-hmm. and hands over a card that says 007 mm-hmm. or something that's some sort yeah. of token to Idris Elba. And Idris Elba is the new 007 oh, slash you mean James shooting Bond. The last act of the Dark Knight Rises <laughs> that they didn't bother to shoot. That, sorry, just it's yeah. literally what they were leaning into. And then they were like, movie's over. Bye, yeah. go home, everybody. Oh, were they leaning into handing Batman over to somebody? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, oh, okay. Doesn't matter. I won't say anything more. Well, if you got like four spare hours, you could always watch Dark Knight Rises. Nah. nah. Yeah, that's kind of my um, feeling these days. But yeah, like a, a past the torch movie from Daniel Craig to, to Idris Elba, thus cementing the theory that James Bond is a yeah. is a title, not a yeah, name. As, as much as I want that, I kind of don't think i want that to be like you don't want it to be canonized yeah Yeah. exactly that was exactly how i was going to put it like i don't want it to officially be part of that you know what i mean it's kind of like having the mystery yeah or just be like just like you know what just fuck it we don't have to acknowledge this but at this point they've they've done that with m and i feel like it it works yeah i mean i feel like you know they were like yeah m's just a title like Mm -hmm. you know and here we've passed that torch in uh skyfall you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is weird because like Skyfall also introduces a backstory for James Bond, cementing like this is the Bond estate and the residence, mm-hmm. and this is really your name, and it's not just a title. So 
I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, 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 we yeah, all have I, things we want. I mean, I, I mean, the thing is, like, I, I'm, I, at this point in, you know, 24, 25 movies in, I'm kind of in favor of BJ's idea because, look, if. Who cares? Well, no, I mean, <laughs> at, at this point, if it's going to take them, like, three years between, you know, in the 60s, they were cranking out a movie per year. It was, like, mm-hmm. no big deal. It was just like, yeah, that's practical. We. We're already like we're already doing pre-production on the next one while you shoot this one, so that we can have the stunts ready to go. So they were cranking them out one every maybe two years, and they're they're dragging their feet. It's three, four years, five years between these things. Yeah, your actor is going to be done in three movies. Mm-hmm. So why why have to re you know hit the reset button and like get adjusted to the new guy when you could just be like a hey, can you like come in and make a cameo before you like are totally done with this role and just like. All right, you're in the yeah. new James Bond. I dubbed the 007. Well, well yeah, in, in um, GoldenEye, they established that 007 is just like there's a 006 and a 004 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it, Sean? Was it Sean Bean that was yeah, a du- was. 006 that yep. fucking mm-hmm. gets wrecked? Um, yeah, I mean, 007 at least is a title. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, like, I think they need to say game spawn is also a made-up name at this yeah. point i don't know yeah it's just it's it's a shame they take so long because i would love to just see like weird little side stories like like we mentioned man with a golden gun mm-hmm. that's such a small movie by comparison where now like they have to be huge like action spectacle everything has to go nuts type things mm-hmm. and it's like there's enough of these movies you can do a small story and just like go with it yeah but yeah. i'm also the guy who like if i could make an x-men movie i'd make x-men in murder world so you know my opinion is moot because I just love little weird stories and just like a movie that would just like the general audience would be like, the fuck are you fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> this is a bottle episode of an X-Men yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. That, that's exactly. That, <laughs> yeah. I could have so much fun making an arcade murder world movie with the X-Men, well, but you know, not everything has to be a giant story, but yeah. But that's the everything thing when there has to be a yeah giant when they're movies now. like now yeah that's that's the problem is everything has to be this huge franchise, oh, which you know not to bring Marvel movies in it but that's why I kind of like some of the Marvel movies is it's just like some of them are small some of them aren't a big deal like they aren't like saving the entire universe right you know some are just like all right here's this little story yeah. well from Russia with love is just yeah. trying to get a decoder machine yep that's all it is that's yep. like this. <laughs> Most like what based. an actual spy story might actually right. be yeah. in the sixties. One thing. It's one small thing. It doesn't end the world. It doesn't begin a new world. It's 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 yeah. yeah. Four different five different spy agencies working on mm-hmm. you know, trying to do one little thing. It's cool. It's fucking cool. I mean, I think the only way that's gonna work is like you somehow have to demystify Bond. Like, I mean, maybe at a certain point, like maybe, you know, 25 movies in, you'd be like, all right, Bond just doesn't have the traction it once did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for these spectacle movies, give us a fucking HBO series. Like, literally, spy shit yeah. of the week. I'd be down with that. Like, lock a guy in, yeah. like, hey, we want to do, like, you know, th- that could be your next fucking Game of Thrones. I mean, you you know, it doesn't have to be, like, huge stakes like Game of Thrones, but you could you could do a thing and it's like, yeah, okay, like, there'll be three episodes in, in a year that have a crazy fucking set piece mm-hmm. thing, but most of it's going to be spy shit. Yeah. 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 You could do an overarching story with, you know, if they just did one season, ten episodes of, you know, Bond versus Spectre, mm-hmm. you know, that'd yeah. be That's that'd what I'm be saying, cool. but I mean, like, right now we still have this thing of, like, 
Bond is a movie franchise. It can't be, you know. Well, it was a bunch of little books. dime I, novels. I know, you dime know. novels that we've somehow, like, you know. <laughs> Turned into this giant saintly thing. thing yeah. yeah, like, it's above reproach. And By who's going to play the next Bond? Yeah, right. Every once in a while, if you if if you have run out of things to read, look for an Ian Fleming Bond novel and and read one. They're they're interesting. It's a really interesting piece of perspective mm-hmm. on on the character because it's you get so much more detail and so much more interest, like so many more interesting things yeah. when you're reading it. Um, that's not to denigrate the movies at all, but you get you know because you get to read at your own pace you can you can or when you're writing you get to sort of write at your own you know at your own pace and give the reader much more detail without having to explicitly show it to them mm-hmm. like you wouldn't or yeah like you would in a movie you can get all the details about the cars and about the yep. watches and all that yeah but anyhow so anyway, i've talked too long yeah. about bond we've talked <laughs> I wonder if we added up all of our Bond talk over the years, like how me- how long a podcast episode that would end up being. 10 hours, 15 hours, something like that. But I no. wish I wish we had an intern that we could send to like go go through the archives and cut together a it bunch of a, Bond episodes. Bond title, uh, total, yeah. 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 Total of all our Bonds. Well, I mean, the Bond marathon, that's like yeah. 25 second halves. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's, I'm sure it's fully vested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, we have emails this week, but We'll save them for next week because we're okay. already running late yeah, for the evening. Make Chuck a part of it. Yeah. yeah hopefully hopefully he'll be alive. More alive. Yeah. Hopefully he survives. Hashtag pray for Chuck. Yeah. But if anyone wants to add emails to that list. Oh, they could send emails to BMF at BMFcast.com. What if they decide to call and lend their voice to they, our ears? They should dial 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 910-556-9263 and get in touch with the Garfield phone. Very nice. Leave a message. What if they wanted to help support us monetarily in exchange for goods and services? Uh, oh, in exchange for goods and services, that would be our Patreon at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Which, if they were a member, they would get first crack at those sweet shirts that we discussed earlier. That's that correct. will be here next week. They will be here by next week. Yeah. And they are going to be sweet. Uh, we have 50 of them coming, mm-hmm. so that means there will be 46 available to the general yep. public. I'm getting my mine. Yeah. Uh, I got to complete the set. Right. We, yeah, we have three total BMF cast shirts, mm-hmm. BF cast shirts. Yep. Yeah. And we may, you know, not to, not to, not to like say like, oh, you're, you're losing your Patreon exclusivity, but if it's popular, we, we may do another run, maybe a different color, you know, yep. yeah. it may still be somewhat exclusive. We. Yeah, we don't know. Well, I mean, we're just saying the Patreon people get first crack yes. this time, regardless. Yeah. Yes, just to, not like they're all going to sell out. I don't think they're all going to sell out. We just want to. Oh, they're going to sell out. I mean, immediately, like yeah. through the Patreon. Oh, they will immediately. Mm-hmm. But I have faith in anyhow. everyone who wants shirts. But anyway, we just want. We're just giving a, a little perk to mm-hmm. our patrons, so they get them first. So, yeah, and patrons uh, get bonus podcasts. They do some early a, a access stuff. Get to vote on. Bamcast Extra. Bamcast Extra is like a almost a whole other f- first half every week. It kind of yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> Just with Chuck and I only, though. We should use our Patreon funds to hire an intern to go back and recut all of our Bond stuff into one cohesive <laughs> thing. Bondathon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's use our shirt proceeds for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll get an intern. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, there yeah. you go. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's it. Let's get out of here, shall we? Yep. Yeah. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And for Chuck, this is Banffcast Out.